was a very nice time of sensitive praise and worship with our gentle little lamb on the throne. Oh, Lord Jesus, gentle, pillow, fluffy little lamb. I just lay my head down on your little fluffy pillow fur and get all nice and warm and snuggly. <laughs> Maybe there's a time for that. I can I could deal with that. Call that soaking. Little Care Bear Jesus. Little Rainbow Care Bear Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh yeah, but you know. We're going to come into Zion like little children, and guess what? When you enter like little children, the man-child grows up into full spiritual stature. It is written, really mature manhood. So get a vision for lumberjack Jesus. Mm-hmm. Alaskan Outback Jack Jesus. <laughs> Alaskan Kodiak Grizzly Bear Riding Lord Jesus. Because that's how he's coming. He's not coming as the gentle lamb. He's coming as the king. The lion of Judah. The chief of the sons of God. Burly, man. Burly. I mean, he's a very strong man. He's the strong man of Israel. You hear about in the Bible, if you bind up the strong man and cast it out into the dry place, loose! Come out! Come out! Come out! It goes around dry, arid places, seeking seven spirits more wicked than itself. Come on, we need to get them back. We don't have any rest as disembodied spirits unless we hijack his brain with lies again. I need your wickedness to come and deceive this carnal Christian with me. Oh, Lord Jesus. But guess what? There's a strong man better than that strong man you cast out called the strong man of Israel, the Lord Jesus. It's true. Now, I know Jerusalem's a mess and the center of all demons and devils and white and black magic of the earth, but we're from heavenly Jerusalem and we're covering earthly Jerusalem, which is all humanity. All humanity is bound up in Jerusalem. The Apostle John says that in Revelation. He was crucified in Sodom, and Egypt, Jerusalem, allegorically speaking. That's the place of all white magic religions and all black magic rebellions of Satan and his angels and the nation's sin in the universe, crucified in earthly Jerusalem. So that's the place of every unclean spirit and every unclean bird. And where the body lies, the vultures will gather which means they come around, they want to eat that natural religion and rebellion off of you and your flesh and your brain like a pig trough. But then Jesus Christ comes and saves you from that whole mess of worldliness called Jerusalem below. And He's Jerusalem above, and it's as far superior as God is superior over Satan. And that's literally exactly what you're dealing with in the whole world right now. Heavenly Jerusalem versus earthly Jerusalem. Amen. Heavenly Jerusalem is the tree of life. Earthly Jerusalem is the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It's the two trees. And guess what? We're going to cleanse all flesh, which is natural Jerusalem, earthly Jerusalem, with heavenly Jerusalem. Amen. 
The river of life and the blood that's been spilt of the everlasting covenant speaks a better word than the law of the natural tree, which is the tree of knowledge, the law of Moses, and the flesh. It speaks a better word. The tree of life always covers with love. Love covers a multitude of sin. The tree of life is love. God is love. The tree of life is God the Father. The flashing sword is the Lord Jesus. And you know we got those cherubim, dude. Hallelujah. That's the kingdom of heaven right there in Genesis. The tree of life with the flashing sword and the cherubim. You were locked out. Then the lamb was slain. Now you're locked in. Okay, old covenant locked out. External anointing, externalism. Today, if you're external anointing, externalism, that's what witchcraft is. God outside-minded sorcery. That's what Jezebel and bewitchment is. New covenant, he got in. Now you're sealed in the tree of life. Christ in you. The tree of life in you. The Godhead in you. Made full in you. Filled with the Godhead. Amen. Now you release it out of your belly. Birthing the divine child. And your heart and brain are continually baptized with Christ. Amen. Now you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. That's the new covenant. Old covenant, let's go up to Jerusalem. It's a building. You know, you got Solomon's temple. It's awesome. You got Herod's temple. It costs $40 billion. Awesome. Guess what? New Testament, you're the temple. You're the $40 billion temple. And some of you will have $40 billion. <laughs> And you won't even care because there won't be any 666 in your heart and mind. All that witchcraft of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of possessions cast out of you. All that Jerusalem cast out of your hearts and brains and filled with the Godhead. You know that all creation desires to come under the anointing of Jesus Christ in your belly? All you gotta do is get that externalism out of your heart and mind and recognize the fullness of deity in bodily form. Whoa! The Godhead dwells in my belly. Shabbat. No one hates themselves. No one hates their bodies. This is God's body. He bought it. It's His temple. This hand is the hand of God. When I give Him a wave offering, I'm releasing Noah's rainbow over the whole universe. Whoa! Prophecy fulfilled. We're the temples of the seven spirits of God. We're the menorah. This is God's Holy Spirit. The Old Testament, it burned in the temple. Whoop-de-doo, New Testament, you're the temple. This, the menorah, burns in your belly, and if your heart and brain ever agree with it, you'll be glorified. Amen. <laughs> if your heart and brain ever just yield to your spirit, you come into the New Covenant <laughs> and become the temple. And that's really what you are, and it's just lies deceiving you in your brain that it's like, he's out there, come Holy Spirit. And he's like, what? Those days of the church of come Holy Spirit are over. That God outside-minded bewitchment is the biggest devil of Jezebel killing, stealing, and destroying the Christian race in the universe. That's the whole problem, externalism and deception. There's a whole chapter about it in the Bible in Colossians chapter 2. Read it in the Amplified Classic. Externalism, bewitchment, Galatians 3.3, 3, having begun in the Spirit, trying to finish by the sweat of my brow? What? 
under the curse of the law and what you can do in your natural abilities of your heart, blood, and brains, trying to figure out the mysteries of the universe apart from the spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord and the spirit of the Lord, it's all witchcraft. And that's why the Christians have become the biggest witches in the world. And I'm not mad at you. It's just true. That's what's wrong with you. Come into the rich treasury of glory and be forgiven all your witchcraft today. And it will come out of you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Repent of being God outside-minded and become God inside-minded and live out of the rich treasury of glory, Christ in you, the hopes of all glorious things to get through your heart and brain if you actually submit to your spirit and stop trampling your spirit underfoot. Satan so bewitches Christians in their brains that they actually fight their own spirit and kill themselves. Judas Iscariot activity on mass. Judas Iscariot was trying to do the right thing. Hey, shouldn't we give that money to the poor? Oh, it looked good in front of the Pharisees. You know, maybe I'd be promoted in the temple structure. Maybe I'll, you know, could be a billionaire like Gamaliel. You know? That's the thought process of these people because it's all about money to religious people. They say it's not, but inwardly, it is. 100% of the time. It's written, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're God's money. They murdered Jesus Christ because he had so much cheerful giving coming into his ministry that they were jealous of him, it is written, and killed him because of money. And that's the main thing killing you people, especially you rich Americans, every day. You haven't given your 666 money in your heart and money in your brain to the anointing yet. You still have one foot in the world, working in the curse. Well, I gotta have a retirement plan. Wisdom, bro. You gotta use wisdom. The anointing is our retirement plan. Don't you trust the Lord? Are you even a Christian? Christian means Christ one, anointed one. We call ourselves Christians. Christian means anointed ones, plural. What are you trusting in? The natural realm won't take care of you. Satan hates you. The elemental spiritual forces of wickedness of the elements of the natural realm, as soon as you don't trust in the anointing and go to trusting in the earth realm, Satan has legal right to enslave you to money because you're not in the anointing anymore and you're in the flesh. Trust in the anointing and you're free from the curse of the law. Amen. Trust in the anointing and you're free from the curse of slaving for idols and money. Amen. And more will be added unto you because creation eagerly longs for you to manifest Christ in your bellies when your hearts and brains come into agreement with the Godhead already in your spirit. Amen. <laughs> I'm so excited about it because there's like a thousand people going to get this message. We're so close. There's just like a few lies that will be cast out like flies right out of your mind and you'll experience the rich treasury of glory and you'll never be bewitched again. I know from London to Long Beach there's a rainbow of the seven spirits of God, of the manifest sons of God, and never-ending revival is upon Western civilization, says the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb, by the manifest sons of God in the name of Jesus Christ. BAM! BAM!